Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. And uh, today I'm so excited. I have in my home theater, which is now my podcast studio, Barbara Kay from The Real Housewives of New York City. Also, badass boss bitch female entrepreneur <laughs> and three-time now author. And uh, your third book is actually your first novel, Heels of Steel, there you go. I got it. Heels of Steel, Barbara Kay, welcome to the podcast. What's up, Taylor? Girl, first of all, she walked into this theater we're in, <laughs> and she goes like this to me. This is a $150,000 theater. And I was like, yes, well, I work very hard. I mean, you know, like every time I go into a beautiful room, I'm like, oh, my God. I start analyzing and adding up all the costs. And I'm like, this is a gorgeous room. It must cost X amount of dollars. And this room costs you $150,000. I would say out of my monthly, you know, rent that I have to pay, I would say a, probably a thousand of it a month goes to this fucking place. So this is I've the common got, charges. So this is now my podcast studio. I love it. I, I, I feel like I could just, you know sleep here it's really cozy just hanging out the acoustics are amazing we should get some cocktails though girl we should throw a fucking party in here <laughs> i am down who do you want to invite i don't know you tell who do you want to who invite don't we want to invite that, that is i'm gonna let you answer that question <laughs> uh-huh oh i think i'm gonna keep my mouth shut on that one. Oh, i'm making you open your mouth very wide oh okay so on this podcast God. so i like to talk about the things you're not supposed to talk about you know I want the, bring it on. I want the dirt. I like to shit talk. I'm sorry, but it's just the truth. Um, also, they say you shouldn't talk about what politics, sex, and money, right? And that's I want to talk somewhere about in sex. There. Okay, to... we're not. We're talking about sex. Okay, good. Because I'm very curious about your sexuality because my sexuality is very. I'm still confused about what I am. Fluid? Are you fluid, girl? I am a late in life lesbian. <laughs> I love it. Thank you. And oh, I say lesbian yes. with a soft S because I feel like that Z is very um, abrasive and attacking. I do too. Like, don't call me a lesbian. Why, why label it? Why can't you just be like, I love who I love? We're going to get along. Like, you can fall in love with me right now. Oh, my God. My girlfriend would not like that. <laughs> oh, and she's really tall and she'll beat you up. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, she has the S in lesbian. She's got the hard S. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. Well, I want to become friends with her. How okay. That's fine. We we are welcome to having fluid friends. Yes. Um. No, you don't talk about sex, money, religion, and politics. Guess what? I can't talk about politics because I don't I don't care enough to follow it. <laughs> I've given up. I mean, did they impeach Trump yet or not? I'm just waiting for that oh, news, okay. and then I'll be like, no, I'm into politics. <laughs> okay, yes. uh, we don't have to really talk about religion. I don't think that's really taboo no, anymore. No, I don't want to talk about that. Bulgur Awards talking money, honey. I love. That's my favorite subject. Oh my god, I love you because I feel like people are like, I don't want to talk about money, and it's like, why? Like, I think that that's something that holds women back is that we don't talk openly about money as much as men, at least. And I think that's why there is such a massive pay inequality. I think that's why there's so many women who rely on men to pay their bills versus rely 
relying on themselves. You know, that is my pet peeve. I agree. Why do women rely on men to pay their bills? Do you know that you're stuck when you do that? Well, hello, hence late in life lesbian. I was married to a rich dude. You were? Oh, girl. Yep. I don't. Uh, I mean, listen. I don't want to bore my audience with those details because they're like, we've heard this story a thousand <laughs> times. Well, you'll have to tell it to me offline. I'll give it to you real quick, oh. and maybe my editor will even cut it out. <laughs> but um, basically, I was married for five years. Uh, we were together for almost like eight. I I really thought I was straight my whole life, but just totally hated the peen. And I was I was like, women just fucking hate sex. Like you hated the pee? Oh, I hated the peen. The peen. Oh, the, the penis peen. Oh oh oh. I mean, no, I call it pee, but penis. I, okay, penis the, peen. The penis peen. Okay. Yeah. And um, but I thought a lot of women did. I'm like, oh, you know, us women over here just having sex for the men. And so yeah, I mean, I was just super disconnected with myself sexually, and then. And we were just, we did, I did not get a divorce to be a late in life lesbian. That actually came right after we got separated. But, and I, I mean, girl, I thought I was, trust me, I was one of those women you hated. I was like, oh, we're going to get divorced and I can survive this long on my own. And then I'll find another rich dude. That's why do you think I live by Wall Street? I was going to find a banker. That was the plan. Wow. You had it all mapped out. Yeah. Like a true gold digger. Wow. And then, um... I fell in love with my best friend who was a lesbian, and I'm like, oh shit, this isn't in the Wait, motherfucking you plan! Fell in love with your best friend, and she happened to be a lesbian. Yeah. Or was she married too? Nope, sh- nope. She she's a she's a I don't know if she's a golden star gay. No, she gave like tons of handies back in the day. Uh. I feel like I, I feel like this. If you're in middle school or high school and you listen to this, turn it off. It's not for you. No. If you're in <laughs> middle school or high school and you give lots of hand jobs, I don't know. I think you might be fluid. I'm just saying. You know, I have to think back to when I was 17. (laughs) When I was 17, there was a girl that I had a crush on. Really? Yeah, there was a girl. But I didn't know what that meant. Right. So I just figured, okay, I didn't know that I could have been a lesbian or bisexual or whatever. Right. I was like, oh, that's a really pretty girl. Yeah. And I'm really attracted to her. But I was also attracted to a lot of men. Yeah, so same. So, so you and I are probably much more on the same page. But I just thought when I like was, I thought I was like fixated on girls, i.e. like I wanted to be like them or I wanted to be best friends with them. Yes. And never, I never thought I want to have sex with them. But then again, I wasn't wanting to have sex with men's either. I was just doing it because it's like, that's what you do. Well, I was <laughs> always infatuated with the pretty women in yep. my high school. But I never, like meant that to be sexual either like I was always just envious like why are they so pretty envy that's what I felt too I was like I want to be like I wanted to like um put them in a well make them put lotion on their skin (laughs) and then skin them and then wear them around town (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like, yes. like chop their heads off and stick it on my head. So like a Barbie doll. Yeah, or like, or actually, let me take chop my head off and stick it on their bodies. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so, I wanted that really like edgy, hot, tall, muscular man that never showed up for the date, yeah. and I would have to track his ass down. The one that would like get you pregnant and just leave you. Well, on I the think he sl- did like get a, me in pregnant. Kmart. Actually. <laughs> yeah. That's another Wait, story. Recently, are you pregnant no, now? No, no, fucking long time ago. <laughs> no, I'm not pregnant right now. <laughs> not last time. <I> Look, <laughs> I just I was really relying on him financially, and you know, 
uh, that it was not a healthy scenario. And wh- I remember when I was getting out of it, I was looking at my prenup going, can I afford to do this for real? And I thought I will be fucking damned if I stay in a, in a marriage because of my bills. I'm a woman, I, like an able-bodied, smart career woman. I had a radio show on Sirius XM Radio and I'm scared of not being able to survive. And I was like, I have to believe in myself and know that I can make my own happiness. And then after I fell in love with my girlfriend, also named Taylor, I said, no. I know, so gay. Wait, two tail. Two tailors. So gay. So gay. The gay, yeah. Two tailors that are in love with each other. Barbara, when I go, do, when I do something, I fucking commit. So if I'm going to be gay, I'm going to be the gayest. <laughs> and but I remember thinking like why would why would my knee-jerk reaction be find another man take care of you how about I take care of myself you're not independent see my mother yeah how'd you learn oh well, let me tell you how I learned I learned from my bad bitch mom she's a who, badass bitch yeah, she's a badass bitch and she um, was a school teacher at a tough school in the Bronx wow grew up in the Bronx and she, from the time I was 13, she pushed me out the door and said, go get a job. So what was your first job? I was a grocery clerk. Yes, you were, honey. <laughs> yes, I was. And I rang them up. I rang up those bagels, and then I ate a bagel. I rang up a bagel, and <laughs> I ate a bagel. That's about when you work, when you work <laughs> at a food store, the amount of free food you get to see. I like free food, yes! <laughs> <laughs> so that's how you learned, like, work ethic. But then, but I mean, but, but we've all had high school jobs, right? Or, well, not all of us, but some of us. But, like, what you've accomplished in your career financially, and we're going to get to housewives and all that stuff, but, like, that's just the cherry on the top, queen. Like, you have a major, major company. It's no joke. Like, you're one of the top, I mean, women in your industry. Yeah. If And if, I think you were on, a like, a, a very important list at the age of 30. So I'm feeling, like, light years behind. So shit. No. Well, at the time, by the time I was 30, I was Crane's 100 Most Successful Women in Business in New That's York City. That's insane. I, w- I was really aggressive. And my mother indoctrinated this belief that women have to be independent. Like my dad was not, they were equal in what they made. Mm -hmm. And my mom worked really hard, but my dad wasn't really a go-getter. Like he wasn't the guy with the fire. And he was the sweetest, most loving father in the world. And I got that compassion and passion from him. But my mom was like this disciplinary type of woman. And she was like, you go out, work for it yourself, earn your own money from the time I was a little girl. So even throughout when I was in junior high school and high school, I always worked. So by the time I was 24, I'd saved $50,000 and bought my first house. What? Yeah. Okay, so here I'm going to ask. So a part of this podcast, too, we make them laugh. They're entertained. Are you not entertained? (laughs) But... Ultimately, too, I want them to walk away with, like, a service, something that they're like, oh, my God, I learned from this podcast. So what's your advice to anyone listening right now, myself included, actually, that, like, wants to be independent and successful like you? Is it, you know, I mean, for those of us who are in our 20s and have not yet bought a house, like, like has our ship sailed already? Are we past the point of the independence? No, no. First of all, I would definitely find a mentor. Like, always gravitate to... You're mine. <laughs> I got her. She's okay. mine. Five I, I could take on another one. <laughs> um, always have that someone that someone in your life or whether it's close or a little afar that you can look up to and gravitate to. And that's kind of one of the reasons I know we haven't um, gotten to it yet, but my book heels of steel, it's so based on my story as a young woman that wants to break into the construction industry. And my dad put a hammer in my hand when I was nine years old and we, we grew up in the Bronx and we had no room in the apartment 
and he said, let's get you some room in your bedroom that you share with your sister. And we built bunk beds together. I know, I love that. My dad and I for three weeks, you know, and the feeling of building a structure as a young girl gives give gave me such self-esteem that that feeling that I had, I didn't ever want it to leave, you know, and it made me feel like I was a confident young girl and that confidence, that's the one thing that I will always tell someone have confidence achieve confidence okay you know wear it know it you know knowledge is power learn to be the best in whatever it is that you're passionate about and that success and that money and you will exude that confidence and that breeds that confidence breeds success you know it's so interesting so um I so I you know worked at Sirius for like 12 years I got fired which was a like threw me through a loop and that was like maybe a year or two after I got divorced so it's like divorce I guess I pushed for it so I was emotionally and like mentally prepared for that but the ganging fire was out of the fucking blue and then I was like shit what am I gonna do now like then I started to really go into panic mode and it's been about a year and a half and I'm like I'm really I'm like how Stella gonna grow back I finally feel like I'm there but even today Full disclosure, I'm super honest and vulnerable. Having you come in here like, I love you on The Real Housewives in New York. You're this like badass businesswoman. And I got, I was like at Dwayne Reed getting my batteries <laughs> and I, for my little tiny Zoom. And I was like, I'm nervous. I got nervous. And, no. I, was like, and I was like, Taylor Shecker, stop it. You're not nervous. You've didn't been doing this forever. Barbara's going to love you. And it's going to be great. But it was like, I could have so just given in to that like insecure little girl inside of me. But I pushed that bitch off a cliff. And let me tell you something. When you just told me right now that you got fired... Ding, ding, ding. I'm so happy for you. High five. High five. Thank you. Getting fired was probably one of the best stepping stones in your life because when you have an experience like that, you learn so much from it. You know, there's takeaway. There's mistakes that you've made that you're going to now not make them. And you've become like harder at the core. Totally. A tougher skin. Totally. And you know, like it's a flow chart. All right, what am I going to do next? I'm in survival mode. I have fear of failure. I have a sense of urgency. I need to move this truck forward yep you know and, that's and every what you day did. one step in front of the other and like when you don't have that fear you're kind of thinking of like big picture floating around and getting distracted but when you have like that intense to-do list it's just you're like it's, it's treading water and you're just like i just gotta go and i could see it in you i could feel it in you and you're here today because thanks that's girl one of the things that you what know, what was you what was your oh shit moment in your career oh hell i got fired twice oh you from- make me feel so much better <laughs> <laughs> and I, when the first time you get fired, did you think what what were your what was your thought process? Well, it was my first job out of college. I was in finance. I was twenty one years old, and my boss overturned my desk. It was like this male chauvinistic pig type of guy. Wait, he like Teresa Judice table yeah, fucked you? Literally, like, did he call you a prostitution he, whore? He table fucked me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So wait, he literally <laughs> flipped your desk over. Flipped, you know, but he also flipped my Barbie bitch switch. Oh, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. wasn't good. Yeah, because I, you know, I got that Barbie from the Bronx thing going on. Yes, I, you do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but again, that type of traumatic experience at a such a young age, yep. you're like, holy crap, you know, what am I going to do next? But again, you know, your your endorphins going, you're going into overdrive, like I got to make it happen. So I had two experiences like that. Then I started my own business when I was 23 years old. Shit. And how, home- how, 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 how do you even get that off the ground? Okay, this is a good lesson for any young, you know, independent, 
um, ambitious girl that wants to start their own business. Okay, it's time to take a break to talk about one of our sponsors. Oh, I love this sponsor, FabFitFun. I've been a FabFitFun girl for a couple of years now. Jeez, that's long. And I am so proud of it. I am so, I just, I love it. I think it's great. I get genuinely excited every time a new box comes. They come four times a year, FYI. And I feel like the more time goes on, the better the boxes get. I mean, the, even the very first one was amazing, but I'm just consistently blown away by the quality of product in these boxes. I'm telling you, if you're not on the FabFitFun train yet, I have to ask you, quite frankly, what's wrong with you? I mean, do you not love getting products that you love for a fraction of the price? Uh, do you not love getting to find new amazing products that you never knew you needed, but you totally do and you can't live without? Uh, yeah. Well, that's why I love FabFitFun. So for those of you who don't know, let me explain it to you. FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box delivered four times a year with full, yes, full-size beauty, fashion, home, fitness, and wellness products for just $49.99 a box. I know. Isn't that insane? I mean, think about the last time you bought a gift for a family member or a friend. I mean, I at least spend $50 on people. And the total retail value, depending on what you get, is $269.95 to $467.95 for $49.99. That's bananas. I mean, quite frankly, a lot of the product's individual value, yeah, like like some of the products by themselves, cost more to buy at the store than the entire box costs. It's the best deal in town. And I love this new feature. You can actually customize your box by choosing some products and add-ons with each box. Or if you want to be totally surprised, you can be totally surprised too. The 2019 FabFitFun box has some amazing products in it. Um, they have Brazilian Bum Bum Cream. And they not just one product, but two products, which I was stoked about. So I'm a big fan. Been a user of Bum Bum Cream now for, I don't know, probably like six months, maybe a year. I think I found it through the podcast or an interview I did and I started using it. I friggin' loved it. Um, but I just use the bum bum cream like after I take a shower because you know, it's kind of expensive. And so I try to be a good girl and not go crazy with it. This box, the 2019 summer box came, not only did it have my precious bum bum cream, but it also had from the same company, this like amazing, soothing, bathing cream lotion that I've seen a million times at the store, but I never allow myself to be like frivolous and buy because I'm like, listen, the bum bum cream itself is so expensive. I can't really afford that luxury. So when I opened my box, I screamed because I was like, I'm like, I felt treated. So that's something that happens a lot with these Fat Fit Fun boxes is that like, I actually get more product of things that I already use, which is like, friggin' amazing. And the other thing that I love is that I get to discover new products that I probably would have never picked up at a store, especially because when they are kind of pricey, you don't want to take a risk. But with FabFitFun, you get to discover new products and see what you like and see what works with you. And oh, it's just amazing. So in this box, the summer 2019 box, um, I discovered this Kula Organic SPF 30 Makeup Setting Sunscreen Spray. So it retails for $36, which is pff, almost the cost of the whole box. It's insane. And I don't know about you, but in the summer, if I'm like going out, you know, they always say to wear SPF, but I don't really like putting on sunscreen like underneath my daily cream. I just feel like ugh, it just it smells kind of funny and it leaves me feeling a little bit greasy. And so, yes, there's like a little bit of SPF in my tinted moisturizer, but like not that much. So this Kula has changed the friggin' game for me. Literally, I put all my makeup on. My, I wash my face. I put my moisturizer on. I put all my makeup on. Like, I'm talking even down to mascara, girl, exactly as I want. And then when I'm done, I just spray this Kula 
makeup spray. So not only does it set my makeup, thank you, baby Jeebus, there's also SPF 30 in it. I mean, I'm totally addicted. Listen, I'm just speaking the truth. So you need to sign up for your FabFitFun today. These boxes, and I'm not joking, always sell out. So use my code STRECKER, that's S-T-R-E-C-K-E-R, to get $10 off your first box. Just go to FabFitFun.com to sign up and start getting the box for a life well lived. Use promo code STRECKER to get $10 off your first box. That's over $200 for only $39.99. Like I said, that coolest spray is $36. Basically, you're paying the price of that for that and so much more. So go to FabFitFun.com and use my code STRECKER, S-T-R-E-C-K-E-R, to get $10 off your first FabFitFun box. And now, back to the podcast. So what I did was I realized that the only, the asset is myself. You're Your asset is you. Yes. What comes out of your brain, what comes out of your mouth, what comes out of your heart, your soul. That's all like what makes Taylor Taylor and what makes Barbara Barbara. Mm -hmm. You know, why am I in construction? Why am I in such a tough male dominated industry in one of the toughest cities in the world? Toughest. Because that's, you know, the man upstairs said this girl can handle it put her here and I'm up to the challenge like I know that I can do it so I've battled the unions I've battled corruption I've battled you know the the sign that says men only I've made my own sign and I say this is my door I'm going in this way so you know if you want to start your own business and you're a young woman um, whether you went to school or you didn't go to school you know whatever you decide to do use your yourself use go to a a, you know there's facebook there's twitter there's instagram market yourself learn how to you know market yourself and sell yourself to wherever you know your passion lies and that's what i did my passion lied in home improvement and helping women get things done in their home and why did i love that because my dad taught me how to build when i was nine years old yep so I decided to stand outside in a shopping center and hand out business cards to women that had to get things done in their home. And who knew that at 23 years old, you know, I would build a hundred million dollar business. Oh my God. I love two things in this world, real estate and money. (laughs) When you just said a hundred million, I just got like a little sexually excited. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's wait till Taylor gets home before you go nuts here. A hundred million dollars. Did you ever anticipate that? No, no. Did you vision board that shit? No, I never, you know, because you can't, you know, as an entrepreneur and when you're trying to build your business or build your career, you can't think of, oh, just money. You know, everybody wants money, but you can't think money, money, money. Okay. You just have to think about passion and hard work and being determined and motivated and disciplined yeah those are what you know the qualities the characteristics that you need to eventually get the money that's so interesting because i recently so i've been picking up like a lot of like uh jobs and it's so i have my podcast that's mine um and also dear media love you dear media um i also have my radio show um that's mine i have my partner shout out to dnr studios but like then i i'm like i'm taylor strecker for hire so like i work with like viacom i just 
just I started a podcast with Betches. But a lot of that stuff, it's not about the money. It's about the exposure. Absolutely. And I remember I was like in a tough like uh, like horn locked negotiation. I won't say with which company because I would like to keep my job with them. <laughs> and I remember I was like, what are we doing here? Like we're fighting with them over like money. And like that's not the reason why I'm doing this. And then when I like when I finished doing my whatever session with them, I walked out there and I was like, I called my manager. I said, listen. I'm not going to tell him this, but we'll sign the contract however it is because I fucking love doing this so much. I really don't even care. Money comes. Yep. It will come as long as, you know, it's what you said, what I said before. You're passionate. You know, you, you're you a hard worker, determined, yep. motivated, disciplined. It all comes. What's the hardest part about working in a male-dominated industry? Because I'm a radio girl, you know. I mean, radio is men. It I, really is. I mean, not only, you know, the, the male-dominated industry, it's got good things and bad things about it What's like good i mean i'm the only girl in the room a lot of the time Amen. and and you know i can meet dudes i can meet hot guys yep um so that's a positive that's a thing. positive um the bad thing is is that it's really difficult for me to gain entry into the boys club so i don't get invited to the fishing trips and right. the cigar bars and you know those types of things but you know what you you forge your own relationships and you make your own way and you form your own club you yep. know you if you can't get into somewhere find another door yeah you know, build it and nail that bitch shut so nobody else can get <laughs> <in>. <laughs> I love that. um do you feel like sometimes you have to act like more like a guy to like get a man's respect or do you think that you can use your like womanly wiles to get further that's a great question taylor and sometimes i have to use both okay is, is the answer sometimes i know when the femininity comes into play and, uh, and other times i know when to be like poker face. Right. Like don't give any emotion. Don't give, you know, any flirtatious, you know, just be stone cold like like ice. Yep. And I also find that I need to know 10 times more to be considered equal in this business. Mm -hmm. So know my product, know my service, know my my plans and know what I'm building in my case and know how to get it done faster, quicker, more efficiently. Um, and, you know, the great thing is, is that a lot of women hire me because women want to deal with women. You know what? I just had a, a listener call into my show and she or actually she wrote it and she was saying that um, her contractor has been talking to her husband and called her like basically like a pain in his ass, quote unquote. Oh, I hate that. And she was fucking raging I don't blame her. so she asked for advice and actually i hope i'm now i'm curious to see what you say but my advice to her was listen i think ultimately like you can't care that he called you a pain in the ass like if you confront him what a woman thing to do right like i feel like if he'd be like, oh, would, she's so she's right. so emotional so i said exactly. what you need to do is just be like hey heard you told my husband i was paying the ass guess what i'm gonna be a double pain in your ass because <laughs> you work for me bitch but he does ultimately yeah. it means she's the client so i said like let him know you know. Let him know it doesn't even fucking phase you because if a guy heard that about himself, I think he'd probably be like, yeah, so what? Right? Yeah, because you know what? Girl, I get called a bitch, too aggressive, a pain in the ass. Yep. But you know what? Would you ever call, would they call a man that? No. No, they wouldn't. But you know what? It doesn't phase me. I let it 
so blow over my head. I just go more in their face. I love it. You know, you you, you call so me. So you a, give it right back to them. Oh my god! You know they don't know what hit me. What? No, they don't know what hit them. Fuck yeah! I, I, I know what they think is going to hit me, but that, I don't let it. I don't let it. There's this uh, female comedian. I'm blanking her name, and I'm sorry to her because I adore her name. Her first name's Catherine. I'm blanking her last name. She's um she lives in England. She's Canadian. She's awesome. And she was talking about how she's like making you know bank now. She's uh, Netflix specials, and so she said she was redoing her flat in London. In London, I mean, New York's expensive, but London's even more expensive. Yeah, my sister lives in London. Oh, Jesus, right? I mean, we think we have a bad here yeah. in New York. It's crazy there. Yeah. So she said she's like, you know, yeah, it's a small place, but she's like redoing it to the nines because she can afford to because she's a badass boss bitch. And so she's her contractor like refuses to do things. He's like, I'm not putting, I'm not doing this disco ball in here. And she like forced him to call the rooms like the sparkle room and he does not want to do it. And, but like by the end of her set, she's like, he's like, I love this sparkle room, you know, because she's the <laughs> boss. Yeah. But that's the thing is I feel like of course women want to work with other women because we don't want to have to deal with that male pushback. Yeah. I mean, that's why I think my approach and being a woman in this business is so refreshing Mm -hmm. to not only other women, but even major corporations. Like I just got hired by MasterCard to do a project. I, I think just I know a, that name. Uh, just a small company. Just a small, just a small and, company. You know, and, That's and, insane. And they like our company because we're so service-oriented. We're very detail-oriented. We're very hands-on. And I think as a woman, you know, th- this is what I'm saying, you know, when you're looking to uh, start a business. As a woman, I know what my strengths are mm-hmm. and I know what my weaknesses are. As a woman, we are more detail-oriented. So in construction, it's an amazing place to be yep. if you're a detail-oriented person, which women are. Because construction, you need to be detailed. You're not just throwing up like, you know, we didn't get to sit in this beautiful room because a Ooh. man just threw up a bunch of, you know, there was probably a woman that dealt with this. Oh, definitely. This feels like it has a feel, woman's it, touch it in it. It definitely does. Hello, my angels. It's time to talk about one of our sponsors, Away. I love Away luggage I actually I'm, I was just thinking the other day I hope I do an away ad soon so I can get a discount code so I can get some more luggage I swear I'm not even joking hey live it learn it okay I live my brand people I'm not bullshit I'm not gonna do an ad for something I don't like and I freaking love away so for those of you who don't know away is a thoughtful luggage company for modern travel and I am not joking when I say I can actually physically no longer travel without an away bag. I'm literally not joking. Um, For those of you who don't know, I used to be married to a successful guy. That's how I'll put it. And successful men, I don't know, they like spend their money on vacations and watches and luggage. So we had like the creme de la creme at that time of luggage and it was hella expensive and um I thought it was the bomb um when we got a divorce I was like shoot what kind of luggage am I gonna carry now I'm not joking I'm so ridiculously superficial like this um and then like one of my nice bags that I took from the divorce kind of got like schmutz on it and I was like oh my gosh I was so upset anyway Around that same time is when I actually first was introduced to Away Luggage, and it's so much better than that ridiculously overpriced stuff. I can't even begin to explain, but I'll try. So the thing with Away Luggage is it's affordable, but that doesn't mean they're skimping on quality. The reason that they can keep this luggage affordable is because it goes direct to them, straight to the consumer. There's no middleman to uh, hike up prices. So right there, just because it's affordable doesn't mean it's not great quality because the quality is 
amazing. Now, I don't know about you, but I like to travel with carry-ons because I am psycho about my clothes and I don't want to lose them while traveling. So I have two aways. One is in navy blue and one is in pine green. And I have two of their carry-ons, but they come in different sizes. So they have a regular carry-on and then they have the bigger carry-on. And it really is bigger. But you're also cool to travel and carry on airplanes with it. So don't worry about that. And then if you're somebody that likes to check luggage, they've got luggage for you as well. But um, yeah, I'm a carry-on girl. Here are some features of the carry-on. So like I said, it's really well made. But the beauty of it is it's super durable material. But it's really, really lightweight. And this is what I realized the last time I traveled. I had to carry one of my old bags. And I mean, I was miserable. I felt like my arms were going to fall off I was exhausted from like dragging it behind me it was only then that I realized how truly well made the away bag is like it's durable it's lightweight these they've got these 360 spinner wheels you can like pull it behind you or you can like walk it right next to you it's really 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 well made and it just it makes traveling so easy they also have this like little removable laundry bag inside so I can like separate my dirties from my cleans which I know sounds like psycho crazy but it's a feature it's like they're in my brain and when I discovered that they did that I was like they think of everything and speaking of thinking about everything they actually have an optional ejectable battery that you can get okay and have it in your friggin luggage to keep your phone charged I can't tell you how many times this battery has saved my life whether I'm on the train going home to Boston to visit my family and my stupid tablet dies because it's a million years old and I need a new one, but I don't want to buy a new one. But it doesn't matter because I just bring my luggage down next to me and I just plug my tablet into it and I can watch all the housewives I want. And Away knows their product is the bomb.com. So this is why they have all these amazing things for the consumer. So they have a hundred day trial on everything Away makes. So you can take it on the road. You can live with it. You can travel with it. And if you decide after a hundred days that it's not for you, you can just return any non-personalized item for a full refund. No if, ands, or asterisks. And I say personalized because they actually have a really unique range of personalizations offerings, including hand painting. So that's super cool. Also, their suitcases are designed to last a lifetime. But if any part of your suitcase breaks, a Away stand-up customer service team will arrange to have it fixed or replaced ASAP. Also, free shipping on any Away order within the contiguous U.S., Europe, and Australia. And if you want to see it for yourself, you can actually shop everything Away at their stores in New York, Austin, L.A., San Francisco, Boston, Chicago, and London. I don't know about you, but I'm going to get another suitcase right now. So for $20 off a suitcase, yes, I'll be using my own code. Visit awaytravel.com slash Taylor20 and use my promo code T-A-Y-L-O-R-2-0 during checkout. Again, for $20 off a suitcase, visit awaytravel.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R-2-0 and use my promo code Taylor20 during checkout. And now back to the podcast. Working with men, uh, definitely difficult, and especially working in a male-dominated industry, but you're able to do that. Is it more scary to work with the Real Housewives of New York City? <laughs> you know, that's a question I've been asked before. I'm sure you have been. I tell you, it was, a, it was a really interesting experience that I actually loved. I mean, I, I'm usually in a room with all men, and this is the first time I was in not only a room, but on vacation, um, in... Oh, you were Miami. Girl, my heart went out to you. Yeah, that was a tough... You, it, that was tough. That was it, a tough trip. It was like triggering, like, my middle school self, you know? It was, like, totally triggering my camp self when my mom was like, "Bye bye <laughs> see you in a few weeks. And I was, like, holding on to my dad's leg, like, please <laughs> don't leave me. With these crazy people. I mean, it was really the same way. I... I 
it was a traumatic experience, but it was also a great experience. Like I had a lot of fun. You came out stronger on the end. I did. Yep. You know, they they called me out on some things, but you know, some of the a couple of the women just, you know, no matter what I did, just didn't want to see uh, me included. Who? In some, well, Ramona. That's no secret. Dude, Ramona is just. I mean, to watch her, I'm sure, is a very different experience than to have to like coexist with her. I mean, how she is on TV is how she <laughs> is in real life. So she's I feel like she is very she's definitely stunted in age emotionally. And she would be the first to say this. What what age do you think Ramona is permanently at? I have a number in my head. I'm just curious what you think. I I personally think that she's in high school. So like what, um, like 15, 16? Does she have her license yet? I would say, yeah, she's driving. <laughs> <laughs> she's driving. She's driving everyone crazy. Um, <laughs> I, would, I would call her 16, 17. She's 16 or 17. Yeah. I was going to give her eight and a half. So you're getting, wow. You're more generous wow. than me. Wow. I, I she kind of acts like she's sometimes, and Ramona, I do love you, but sometimes you act like you don't have social skills and you pull shit that like, it's like when she, okay, for example, when she had the very um, important surprise party for Sonia and Dorinda, the night of Luann's like show, like Ramona, if you don't want to go to the show, just say, I've been to a million of her shows and I don't want to go, but don't plan an event that she's then going to exclude it from. Like, and the fact that Ramona thinks she's going to get away with that is like ridiculous but she doesn't care if she gets away with <laughs> then it why does not. she play the games when then why doesn't she just say i don't want to go to your show and then have it on a different day is it because ramona not only didn't want to go to the cabaret show but she also wanted like luann not to be present for the party was it twofold was she killing two birds with one stone i don't know i think she might have wanted um well she knew that luann could not come to the party so that didn't matter okay like, luann wasn't going to be able to show up anyway but if she planned on any other date she would have been so yeah. was that because like sometimes I watch mean, Ramona going, what what's your like end game here? You know, as a businesswoman, you too. I'm sure you always think in negotiation mode. It's like I don't really care how we get to the end game, but I want to get to what I want. Well, maybe get to. because you know she knew that Luann is friends with me. She knew if Luann was going to be there, I was going to be there. But I actually went to the cabaret show. I know I saw. And a little tidbit, I went to the party after. Oh no, kidding! Because, and which they didn't show, and I wanted to show the girl, the blondes, that I was going to be blondes. willing to go to both, but they never showed that. That's crazy. Yeah. Inside scoop here on Taste of Taylor. That's right. And let me Thank tell you, you, Ramona was not very nice to me when I showed up. Damn, what's up her butt? I don't know. <laughs> but she loves crop tops, let me tell you. <laughs> the shade. I love you. Okay, so Ramona's the most difficult. How is Bethany to deal with? Because she's a businesswoman. Yeah. I feel like you guys could potentially connect on that or, or, or not. No, Bethany, Bethany's totally cool. I mean, I think Bethany is not only a business person, she's so focused on making great TV, mm -hmm. and she's so good at what she does. I mean, she's really... In my eyes, she's a producer, <laughs> you know? I actually believe it. Like, she's like yeah. an on-set, on-camera producer. Yeah, she's really she's good. Technically, like, she's like one of those directors that also stars in the film. Yeah, she yeah. is. She is. And I think, um, you know, you can, and I did, I really looked up to her. Mm -hmm. And when it was time for her to really let me know how to get it done and what to do, because mm -hmm. nobody else did, I was thrown into this show without any direction, without any... Well, where was your friend Luann helping you along? 
Yeah, well, I, I didn't get a lot of that. That Were you shocked by that? Did you expect it to go differently? I thought that Luann would help me a little more than she did, considering that, you know, I really helped her a lot when during yeah. her intervention. Yeah. Yeah. So is that I, like, I mean, I know we talked about it or like we, like I'm in the fucking show. <laughs> I'm just watching well, it. I think you could be actually. <laughs> oh, tell them I'm here. Yes. I mean, you should definitely look at here. my movie theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you have a cute girlfriend named Taylor. I mean, you, you have a story, Taylor. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. I mean, listen, I'm around. If they ever want, like, I'll even be like a friend, you know? <laughs> I don't even give a shit. Let's go back, though, to how you even got involved with the Housewives. Because, like, so I remember, because I am clearly a true fan of the show, that um, when all the shit was going down with Luann and her bald uh, ex-husband who makes out with everybody. <laughs> oh, Mr. Regency. That's his name. Mr. Tom Tom. Mr. Tom Regency. Um, he, I, You were at a party, and we had like come to know you as a friend at parties here and there over all those seasons. Um, and then you and Luann had a falling out because you were... I, who was it? Was it... Um, it was Dorinda's party. It was Dorinda's party. And who you were, you were talking Carol. to, Carol Radswell. Yeah. And she was mic'd. And, and I actually have experiences before because my really good friend, Stassi Schroeder, is on Vanderpump Rules. And so, like, I'm her real friend, so I go to parties like her birthday. And so even though they're filming, I'm really there as a friend to support her on her 30th birthday. And cut to me then talking to her mom about intimate things and then going, oh my fucking God, her mom was miked. That audio exists somewhere in the ether. And that's a little scary. And so when I saw you go through that, I was like, ah! But the thing with that, just so everybody knows and the record is clear. Please. Now that I've been on the show, when you're done filming... Those audio people are at your ass taking your mic. Okay. Okay, there's not one second that goes by. Really? When, yes, when you're not filming that you have your mic on because they want they want to get everybody's mic. Yeah. So when Carol approached me, there were no cameras filming. I thought everything was done. Of course you so did. So she knew she had her mic on. Oh, you're saying, oh, Oh, Shady, Shader, Shady that Carol. Was Shady Carol, yeah. Oh, She set shit. me up. She set me up, yeah. You are lying to me right now. No, I'm not. She oh, set my me up God. Because, because I didn't know she was mic'd. As a matter of fact, I was saying, hey, let's go to dinner. I was friends with Carol at the time. She's like, I'm sorry, we can't go to dinner because I'm mic'd. Well, and, and nobody <laughs> knows this, but after, and I'm yeah. going to tell it again, I'm going to say this, and you might have heard it first, that after I got back from Luann's wedding, Carol called me and said, how was the wedding? And we had a half hour conversation. She called me back five minutes later and said, oh, by the way, I don't know if you know this or I no." She goes, "I, I don't know if you heard this, but Bravo is here filming right now uh, no bitch how would i hear how that would on the I fucking phone that? whoa yeah. that is that called entrapment in the law you know what <laughs> if it if they didn't air it so i didn't but that's the kind I read of stories. stuff that's how i knew it i read stories yeah so about that really is that. what happened okay. okay so carol used you she used me. twice twice three times she's out well, yeah, she's out. She's out. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, loves. It's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors. The sponsor is BetterHelp. Have you heard of it? You should. I'm obsessed with it. I love it because I love all things counseling, all things therapy, all things talking away my emotions and feelings. And BetterHelp is online counseling that's there for you when you need it. So, I love myself some counseling. I love myself some therapy. But I will say 
that the thing that I dislike the most, quite frankly, is having to schlep to the office. I don't know about you. When I was younger, I was like 12 when I got my first counselor, not to brag. And my parents literally found this woman that was like an hour and a half with traffic from my house. And it was such a bitch to get to. And if you're somebody who's been to therapy at least a handful of times, you probably know that they have really strict cancellation policies. So if you like, I remember one time when I was younger, went to the therapist and we canceled due to a snowstorm, which is like, hello, state of emergency woman. And she still charged us for the session, which I thought was like totally fucked up, which I thought was like totally like messed up. Anyway, I fired her on the spot and said, like, you're taking advantage of my parents and their money. And she was like, Taylor, I'm very happy with the progress. You finally learned how to stand up for yourself. Anyway, that was good. The progress is good. But, you know, the paying for the therapy sessions when you have to cancel last minute because you can't physically get there, not so great, not so fun. But that's why I love BetterHelp because it's online. You can do it from the comfort of your phone, your computer, at home. And thanks to BetterHelp, I no longer miss appointments, which is fantastic. The thing with me is I love my sessions. I don't want to miss my sessions. I just sometimes find it's hard to get there, get there on time or, you know, what have you. And with BetterHelp, that's not even an issue. So yeah, like I said, you can connect with a professional counselor through BetterHelp Online Counseling in a safe and private online environment, which means it's super convenient. Um, You also can get help on your own time and at your own pace. Because it's a lot easier for these counselors to schedule meetings when you don't have to physically get there. And you can do a video session. You can do a phone session. It's really whatever you want. And also, you can not just chat, but text with your therapist. You know, I might take advantage of that feature. I'm just going to say. And the counselors that they have are licensed professionals, and they are specialized in every area. They got depression, stress, anxiety, uh, sleeping issues, relationship problems, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, self-esteem problems, grief issues, trauma. I feel I experience all of those. And like regular therapy, everything you share is confidential. And if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time. No additional charge. Like I said, they've got licensed therapists. They've got like 3,000 actually licensed therapists across all 50 states. It's also available worldwide. And the best part, you can actually start communicating with a professional counselor in under 24 hours. So... Sometimes it's hard to get in to see doctors. And best of all, it's a truly affordable option. Taste of Taylor listeners get 10% off your first month with discount code TOT. You're welcome. So why not get started today? Go to betterhelp.com slash TOT. Simply fill out the questionnaire to help them assess your needs and get matched with a counselor that you're going to love. And like I said, if you, and like I mentioned before, if you don't love them, you can switch, no problem. That's betterhelp.com slash T-O-T. And now, back to the podcast. In addition to Beyond the Housewives, and of course, um, tonight is actually the final and third installment of the reunion. Yeah. Wow. When this airs, it will be. Oh, wow. Yes, exactly. Wow. How, was, uh, how was being on a reunion? You know, that was it was very intense. I didn't know what to expect going in. And I'm always like the kind of like the nice girl. Like, I always want everyone to get along. You are the nice girl. And I want everyone to, you know, just... At the end of the day, I want to be nice to everyone. I want to be the voice of reason. I want everyone to have fun. Yep. But it's really difficult to achieve that. Um, 
And I think um, for the first reunion, I mean, I, I held my own. Um, it was a great experience. It was a great learning experience. And these women are all such pros. I mean, I look at them all and I'm like, you're all here for a reason. You're yep. all great at what you do. It is still reality, but don't forget, reality television star, it's a job now. It's you a know? job. It's a job. They all and have their jobs. really good at it. Um, did anything happen in the reunion that, you know, shocked you? That you were not expecting. Yeah, I think um, when Bethany took my tanning lotion off. I mean, we all know I love my tanning sprays. Yeah, I'm like the. I mean, I don't have one right now, but I normally have an amazing spray. I tan. mean, Sally Hansen makes the best tanning spray, and we. I had really? my Sally Hansen spray on, and then my makeup artist, she put, like, some glow stuff on, and Bethany got up, and she started wiping me down as the cameras were rolling, and that was kind of an embarrassing time for me. Oh, girl, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. What did you say in that moment? I didn't really say much of anything because I think I was too shocked, Taylor. Yep, I, I get it. No, I when someone just, comes for you in a way that you were not anticipating, you're kind of, you're like... It's a camp day. You're it's frozen. Just, it's, it's, camp. it's like being at camp. Yep. You, know, you don't know how to react. You don't know what to do. And again, since it was my first reunion, um, I was just, you know, I wanted to do a good job, basically. Of course. Of course. And I didn't know how to handle it. Can I ask you a question? So having walked out of there and not having seen the final um, reunion uh, footage, which is going to air tonight on Bravo, have you, did, are you like nervous about it? I mean, I'm, I'm a little nervous. I have, um, I guess, a little anxiety about it. But again, I think it was a great, great experience for me. And the fact that, you know, me as this in woman that wants to empower other women. Yes. If I can show them that I can run a business, write a new novel, and be on a hit reality TV show on Bravo mm -hmm. and kind of have the trifecta, then it was worth it. If you could, would do a business deal with any of the women on the cast, who would who would that person be that you would do business with? Because, you know, like Ramona purports herself to be a businesswoman. I mean, I guess like now the Countess being on the cabaret, she's, I mean, that's, a, that's her business. Tinsley, I don't know how she has all that money. I'm confused. I, I want think, I want I to count this shit out of Tinsley's I money. I think it's family money. I think it is too, yeah. right? I don't think it has anything to do with the boyfriend. I think no, it's family no, money. No, no. Her I mom it, like just is dripping in And richness. she does get paid for what, I mean, not- Exactly. You know, she gets money. She's not, made, maybe she's not paying rent. So she has, you know, income to pay for her, all her beautiful clothes and her bags. Uh -huh. And her mom probably kicks it up. But, you know, at the end of the day, Taylor, it's not anybody's business. Although it is, I guess, because it is reality <laughs> TV. But, you know, it's- it, it, Tinsley, she's she's a sweet girl. She's so sweet. She is sweet, right? Yeah. I she, really like her. I like a Tinsley. Yeah. And then Sonia, I, I think she has that, um, does she still have that toaster oven company? I don't think so. No, I think no, that's done. I didn't, I didn't smell anything burning this season, <laughs> so. <laughs> but if you could pick any of them to do business with, who would you pick? And you know what? You can't have Bethany, because that's an obvious. Could I say nobody? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really nobody. I Even think... if I, well, how about if I put Bethany back in? Um, I mean, it would be Bethany. Right. Because she, she's a smart businesswoman. Yeah, but aside yeah. from that. But again, she, you know, I'm a, I'm someone that likes to negotiate. I'm flexible in, in business. You have to be flexible. You have to be willing to hear both sides of the story. If you have a partner, you have to be willing to hear what they have to say. Yes. And I think Bethany really wants it to be her way. So, and that's a tough person to do business with. I know. Yeah. I mean, I think that that's actually when we were talking before about knowing your strengths and especially like what women have maybe, let's say over men when it comes to strengths in, in the workplace, I think, and now not all women subscribe to this. And I think Bethany is actually a prime example of not being able to let go of this, but 
I'm able to let go of ego. You're able to let go I of am. ego. I don't think Bethany is, but I think that's a super male trait. Like, yeah. I think not like being able to check your ego at the door gives you such an advantage. It, it so does. And again, there's nothing against any of them for that, but they all have like this ego and I don't, I don't mm-hmm. have an ego. And I think that's part of why I'm successful in business. I could let somebody else take the reins. I happen to be the face of my brand. I happen to be out there in the public eye, but I don't have to be. I could, I could tomorrow, I could put, you know, my assistant, I can put you, it doesn't matter. Like I am all about women taking the reins and taking control. I love seeing women achieve. Mm-hmm. Like it gets me off to yep. see women do well. So I would love, you know, to, for that to be, that's that's part of who I am. It's just part of who I am. And it's not put part of who they are. So that's not good or bad. It's just who they are. Yeah, I feel like they're just a byproduct of being into this, in this housewife cycle for so long. It's so yeah. competitive. I mean, I will say, I love watching the housewives, but it does make me sad that it's not, it's not a great example of women supporting women. Yeah, and that's why, like, people are always saying to me, you know, you should really have your own show to, like, do a renovation show. I or, agree. Or to do something like where to support, but I don't know if that makes great TV either. So I know. feel like definitely, and I would love to see a lot of that too. And seeing, I think it's also it's like you see her, you can be her. You know, it's a big slogan exactly, right now. Exactly. So if I'm seeing you do these renovations, it's like, well, then I can. It's like it goes back to the very beginning of our conversation of like needing a man. It's like even now, it's like my girlfriend and I we live together in this amazing building, and during Christmas bonus time, we gave Zeph our like our maintenance guy money and said this is for being our husband <laughs> like he does the shit that the husband would do but it's like hello yeah. we don't need you don't need the a husband super, you don't need a father you don't need your uncle you know you, you can do it yourself it's, and that's why i have the line of tools for women too and what is that called diva by barbara k and yes, that it was is. really all about you know those women that called me when i was 23 when i stood outside the shopping center i wanted women to know how to use a hammer a screwdriver a level a tape measure and what they can do with those tools and how they can hang a picture fix, fix a leaky faucet yeah do anything in the home themselves save time save save time save money do it themselves and it's empowering it's it's part of being self sufficient being confident and like we were saying earlier heels of steel although it's a novel it's based on your life so there are takeaways from it yeah there are huge takeaways i would say anyone that wants to understand how a young girl with no resources whatsoever no family in the business no family giving her money starts a business from scratch and turns it into a novel there's a lot of takeaway in this book heels of steel i mean i would encourage anyone to get it you know you can get it on amazon barnes and noble target walmart and i think um i'm heading out to la and it looks like it might be made into a tv series so i'm really excited about that that is badass shit right there i love that i'm here for it i want to i'm i'm reading it i'm watching it i'm ready to turn my television onto it (laughs) I will do, do, do we DVR anymore? Uh, I'll DVR uh, it. I'll do whatever it takes. I'll even watch commercials. Fine. Do they have those? I don't, I don't even know. I don't even know. Um, Barbara, you're amazing. Thank amazing, you. amazing. And I'm so happy you agreed to be my, my new mentor. So thank you for that. Taylor, thank you. And uh, no, really, it's so nice to talk to a woman who, like you said, you came, you did this all yourself. You're totally self-made. You know, I'm sorry, Kendall Jenner 
girl, you ain't self-made, okay? Yeah, no. yeah you're you're you she did is a, gorgeous though. You're gorgeous. You did a lot with what you got, but like coming out of your mother's vagina automatically <laughs> made you not self-made. It's so true. And, but I'm so sick of people who are that saying I'm self-made. It's like I know I can't base my life goals on that because I wasn't born with a trust fund. Yeah, so I like mean, I just know Wiley and all. I mean, but that's why you know what we do is so important to it get is. it out to get. You know, because on Instagram, when you look at it, even me, when I'm on Instagram, I'm like, you know, you get envious, you get jealous of like this, this epic wealth and beauty and everything that you want to achieve and you don't know how to get to first base, Yeah. but you have to get to first base and how you get to first base is by people like you and I that have, you know, been the pioneers. I mean, we're pioneers in what we do. Yeah. Being a pioneer is hard. I'm tired. <laughs> The Oregon Trail is rough. Can we go get a margarita later? Sure. Okay, great. Want to? I'm ready. Yeah. I'm done. Let's go get drunk. I want a martini, though. Okay. Grow a little hair on my chest. <laughs> Keep up with the boys. I'm going to stick to the tequila. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll do whatever you do. Um, Barbara, thank you so much. You guys, uh, don't forget to follow Barbara on social media at Miss Barbara K. Also, Heels of Steel is out now. Go get it. And, um, yeah, I mean, however else can they support you? Tell us. I mean, you know, just just uh, follow me on Instagram, like you said, and um, keep doing what you guys are doing. And if you have any questions, hit me up on Instagram. Amazing. How much money do I need to like live a, a, a good life? I'm serious. I, is that a crazy question to ask? I mean, it really depends on where you live in the world. I, I live mean, in New York fucking city. I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you live in New York City. I mean, definitely... What? I mean, should we, should we, as women, set those financial goals for ourselves? No. Okay. I like that answer. No, I don't like setting financial goals for myself right now. I mean, I like to just get out and work hard, be passionate, be disciplined, and do, do what I love to the best of my ability. And whatever that, that monetary financial goal is, I will achieve it. It's going to happen. I like that. When I know I could go out and buy a Chanel bag, which I can... It, you know what? I can achieve it. I have Girl, money in the bank. That's literally my only financial goal. I'm <laughs> like, when I can walk into Chanel and buy Chanel and not be shitting myself or <laughs> basically living out of my Chanel bag, I will be a happy camper. But guess what? what? When you're an entrepreneur and you are working for yourself and making your own money, you will always feel that way because <sighs> you're like, I had to work this freaking hard to earn it. Yes. Not have anybody buy it from me not have my mother buy it for me or the trust fund but you actually made it and and knew what it was like to earn three thousand dollars it's the greatest feeling in the world it it's better than any fucking orgasm it really it's is better than any drug <laughs> i don't know about any drink i love a drink but it's right up there with like a good cocktail yeah. um you guys that's it for us thank you so much for joining barbara and thank you guys so much for listening also don't forget um i am going to be on uh stassi schroeder's live podcast tour it's called straight up with stassi live um i'm gonna be on it with her boyfriend Bo. so go to stassi schroeder.com slash tour to get tickets hopefully are already sold out by now um that's it for us be back next week guys make sure to rate review and subscribe 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 that's how you pay me for this free content love you guys see you next week bye girl bye